You're listening to Radiant Womanhood, the podcast for multi-passionate women who are ready to shake off their limitations, dream big, and live fully. I'm Tabitha Blue, a wife, mom of six, author, life coach, and entrepreneur, and I know firsthand the challenges women can experience when it comes to balancing life's demands, staying true to yourself, and navigating the many curveballs life can throw. And guess what? I'm obsessed with helping you navigate all the crazy seasons of this thing called life with confidence and grace. Join me each week as I delve into topics from habit making to goal setting, career balancing to relationship nurturing, and everything in between, helping you get out of your own way and embody the radiance within. So grab your headphones, shut out the distractions, and get ready to shine. Let's dive in. Hi, friend. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to explore the extraordinary impact that simple words can have in our lives, but specifically a single unassuming word, but it holds immense power. A lot of times, though, it goes unnoticed. But before we dive into the heart of today's discussion, let me take you on a journey. Picture this. You're faced with a challenge, an obstacle that seems insurmountable. You've tried everything that you can currently think of at the moment. And it feels like success is slipping through your fingers. Doubt begins to creep in. You wonder if there's any hope left, if I can even handle this, if I was made for this, if I can take it on, all of these doubts. And in these moments, what we say, the words that come out of our mouth matter. It's often a look, it's a peek into what we truly believe those truths that we hold about ourselves, those beliefs that we hold about ourselves, those mindsets and thought patterns. It's kind of a little peek into that. And in those times where we felt overwhelmed or stuck, those words that slip out of your mouth are a peek into what you really believe about yourself. So let me ask you this. What is it that slips out of your mouth in those moments? There's a word that we're going to be talking about today, and it's just three letters, but it has the ability to transform our perspective. It's a word that carries unique energy. It signifies resilience, determination, and the unwavering belief that there is more to come. And that's exactly what I want for your mindset. It's what I want for my mindset. This word is yet. Using the word yet brings hope ignites this can-do attitude in us. Instead of something feeling finite and that it's ended and that it's already over, it brings hope for the next. What happens next? It's like the next part of the movie or the next part of the story. We all know when we read a book or we watch a movie, at some point there's this climax in the middle of the movie that looks like something is ending (laughs) or it looks like it might be over. Yet we know there's more to come. We know there's more to the movie. There's more to this story. There's more to this book. The story is not done. And this is what I want us to remember for our lives. When we come up against an obstacle, whether it be big or small, those little things that we say about ourselves, what are we truly believing and saying? Are we feeling like this thing that is happening is the end? This is what it looks like. This is where we stop. This part of the story is done. Or is there a yet? Is there more to come? Is there hope for the next part? hope for the second half of the movie or the second act, right? In a world where hope seems scarce and instant gratification is the norm, the concept of patience and this belief for more becomes paramount. It's imperative for us to take on this mindset that brings hope. But it entails recognizing that certain aspirations 
Certain dreams are worth the wait. Certain aspirations and dreams require effort and time. It may not manifest in an easily attainable form, but using the word yet rejects the notion of using socioeconomic status, using the way that you grew up, using what you know right now as justification for your success or failure. So in learning about the power of yet, I came across studies showing this school in Chicago that graded students in this unconventional way. So instead of receiving a failing grade, they would receive the grade not yet. That was actually the grade, not yet. But what did this do? It opened up the possibility for change. It didn't make the current grade that was maybe a failing grade or not a good grade finite or final. But it left hope. It left room for hope for change. I remember bringing my oldest daughter home from the hospital, who is now 17. She's about to graduate, about to leave the nest, pursue this whole other gamut of goals and dreams that she had. And it's crazy how far we've come. But I still remember bringing her into this world. (laughs) I remember that time in the hospital. It was a traumatic birth for both of us, really. She was in the NICU for a small stint before being able to come home. I was a first-time mom, and though I felt ready to be a mom, I was far from confident in myself or in my skills or in my motherhood, even capability. And I remember the feeling of, I can't. I remember leaving the hospital. I would watch others change her diaper. And if you have had a newborn, especially first time, watching someone else change their diaper, I mean, it just looks like they're pulling their legs and moving this way and that, and it feels scary. So then when you try to do it, you're so cautious and so careful because this tiny little newborn baby body that's counting on you for everything feels so fragile. And I didn't want to pull her legs or move her this way or that. And it took me so long to change a diaper. Now, I will say 17 years later, six kids later, and I think I've mentioned this before, I can pretty much change a diaper with my eyes closed. I have actually done it in the dark many times and pretty quick, pretty good at it. So I will say I am confident in that. But at the beginning, I was far from confident. So I found that it's easy for us to do something that we're confident in. Change a diaper? Yes, you know, I can do that. I've got it. No problem. But confidence only comes from doing it, from doing the thing, from growing as we take that step. We might be confident in walking. As an adult, I certainly am. (laughs) But at some point, way back at when, we had to learn. We stumbled. We wiggled. We fell. We got back up. We walked. And eventually, we're even able to run, to jump, to skip. I love seeing those steps in my kids where like now the twins who are four years old can actually skip and like keep almost like on beat with the skip. And it's so fun, fun to experience these little milestones. But did we all start confident in it? No. But here's the thing. Did any of us decide I can't walk and end there? Was that the end or was it I can't walk yet? In raising your kids, was it No, they can't walk. But was that an ending or they can't walk yet? Apply that to the different areas of our lives and it starts to change this mindset. Obviously, as little kids, you know that they grow and they grow into learning how to crawl and then learning how to walk and then learning how to run and then learning how to skip. 
It's a growth mindset because we know that growth happens. We know that it's not something that is just immediately we're capable of. It took a little bit of time and a little bit of effort, and that's called a growth mindset. But where did we go from a growth mindset in our own lives and our own journey to a fixed mindset? And that's what I want to go back to is that question of what slips out of your mouth when you face an obstacle or something that seems hard or difficult? Is it just, I can't do that? I can't do this. No, I could never do that. I don't have the money for that. But a simple way to start changing to a growth mindset is by the use of that little word, yet. In essence, the word means a realization that some of those things are worth waiting for and some of those things take work. It's not always easy, but the power of the small word allows room for success. I can't do this yet. I don't know how to do this yet. You guys, it was just a couple of months ago where this podcast was something that I had dreamed of, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do this thing yet. And just a couple of months ago is when we started the process and figured it out. And it took work and it took effort and it took time. But I went from, I don't know how to do a podcast. I don't have a podcast to I am doing the thing. (laughs) I am talking to you right now because of the power of the word yet. I can't do this yet until I do. And it's the same for you. I'm not out of this yet. I can't figure this out yet. I don't have the money for that yet. Give yourself permission to dream in terms of success. Give yourself permission to have a growth mindset and really Give yourself permission to use the word yet in your vocabulary because it actually begins to change the way you look at yourself and the way that you look at your life. Start there. Just start simply by using the word yet. Simply adding that word to the statements that you make about yourself may be enough to begin to actually shifting your mindset and change your beliefs about yourself and your own abilities. When we add this word, we take away the uncertainty and the disempowerment. We have the ability to move through and figure things out if we give ourselves the space to. So what can we do? How can we build a bridge to yet? What do things like effort and difficulty make you feel? Does it make you feel dumb or less than? Does it make you feel like you're not enough? Or is it allowing you to grow, to look for solutions? Is it a place filled with yet for you? As an entrepreneur and a mom of six, my mornings start quick and early, but I've learned that what I consume in the morning really sets the tone for my day. And yes, I am talking about saving the scrolling for later in the day, but I'm also talking about a healthy morning latte for heightened focus and smooth, long-lasting energy. It can seem overwhelming with endless options when it comes to choosing your daily bevs. So why not fuel your mind while you fuel your body while you skip the jitters and afternoon crash? I've been using Clever Superfood Latte Blends this past year as I made adjustments to focus on my health, and I am not turning back. Each Clever Blend contains three powerful adaptogens, 500 million heat-safe probiotics, and healthy superfoods wrapped up in a decadent oat milk latte. Just add water, froth, and voila! A couple of my faves are the mocha and chai, but there are many delicious ones to choose from. So go to cleverblends.com and use my code FRESHMOMMY15 for a discount just for you. That's C-L-E-V-R-B-L-E-N-D-S.com and code FRESHMOMMY15. 
I'm going to go through a few little habits and practices, some steps that you can take to help move yourself from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And it'll help you bring that shift in perspective. So the first thing is just awareness. Recognize the fixed mindset. Be aware of when you're operating with a fixed mindset. Notice thoughts that suggest intelligence or abilities are fixed traits because they're not. But when we have that thought pattern, it puts a lid or a stop to how far we can go. So the first thing is awareness. Hold on. This thought is saying, I can't do this. Or this thought is saying, it's not in my capability or my power to do this. Hmm. There's time for a change. Let me add yet. The second thing is to embrace challenges. Begin to view those challenges as opportunities. Instead of avoiding them altogether, see them as just a chance to learn and grow. Difficulty doesn't have to look like something that's too hard to do. We could just look at it as, okay, this is a way for me to improve. There was a study done from Carol Dweck, who is a pioneer in the subject of using the word yet. And she tested a group of, I believe it was 10-year-olds. Give them a test essentially of some problems that were just above their ability or their level. And she found that some of them saw the effort as something to celebrate, even using words of like, oh, wow, I was hoping for a challenge today, or this is really stretching me. And yet some of the kids in the group saw this test as something that they could never attain, mostly just, I can't do that, and really didn't even give themselves the opportunity to try to try to stretch, to try to grow. And in that, you can see this stark difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset to take on the challenge of like, okay, this is stretching me. I'm going to try and see how I can grow into it or heart stop, I can't do that. And then in continued studies with these kids, the ones that were more of the heart stop, I can't do that, began to look to find others performing worse than them. I believe in an effort to make themselves feel better and also to look for ways to cheat, to accomplish it. In essence, they were telling themselves, I can't do this, so let me look and see who else can't do it either. And also, let me skirt around even the process of learning and growing to just get it over with, because they had already told themselves the lie that they couldn't do it. Instead of the ones you could see that had the growth mindset that were more ready to attempt to just take on the challenge, even if it was big, even if it was too big for them in their ability at the moment. So let's learn from that and know that we don't have to hard stop. I can't do that. It can look a little more like, I can't do this yet, but let me grow. Another thing I want you to look at, another step to take is persistence in the face of setbacks. I want us to look at the things like when we try and we do fail because it does happen and it will happen. We don't have to let the failures define us. Don't let the failures define you. Because you failed once in something does not mean it's a hard stop. I can't do this. It means let me look at this as an opportunity to grow. I can't do this yet. But that failure doesn't define me. That setback doesn't define me. I'm going to learn from them and understand that this is part of the learning journey. I haven't mastered this yet. And really, that brings about the next step, is self-talk. We get to change our self-talk, transform negative self-talk and negative thoughts into ones that bring hope. 
Instead of saying, I can't do this, it's, I can't do this yet. Adding the yet brings the belief for future growth. And in that, let's celebrate each other's successes. Instead of feeling threatened by other success, it's an opportunity for me to learn. Remember and understand that success is not finite. There's room for everyone to grow. So even if we're looking at someone else saying, she can do that, but I never could. Maybe she can do it. I can do it. Maybe not yet, but I can do that. Look at it as something to propel you forward. Someone else's success, when we celebrate them, it helps to propel us forward and give us belief for a future of growth for ourselves instead of, and back to that negative self-talk, I can't do that, right? And then we're going to shift our focus from performance goals to learning goals. So set learning goals. Instead of aiming solely for a success, maybe we can look at how can I gain new skills and knowledge? If there's something we're facing that feels big that's saying, I can't do that yet, well, then the next goal maybe isn't start a podcast. It's the next goal is learning. Let me learn what what does that look like? What categories are there? What does recording it look like? What kind of equipment do I need? Start to set goals to learn that thing that you want to accomplish. It gives you these steps to take to bring you to that future growth instead of feeling overwhelmed by the feeling of, I can't do that and I don't even know where to start, right? We're going to set learning goals and learn and grow. It's the power of yet. So here is what I want for you today. We went through a few steps that you can take to get through it, but also the one big takeaway, obviously we've said it so much, goes back to the single powerful word using the power of yet. So friend, incorporate yet into your vocabulary. When you're faced with a limitation, add yet to your statement. Replace whatever that negative statement is, that negative belief about yourself, those words that slip out of your mouth, and add yet to it. We are all on a learning journey together. And just because maybe you haven't accomplished a task yet, it does not mean that you should not try. And it certainly does not mean that you should give up. If your yet is not here yet, have hope that your yet is coming. Introduce the power of the word yet into your own vocabulary and see what a difference it makes in your life, in this month, in the year. Imagine what your life would look like at the end of the year. We're still in the beginning of the year. Imagine by the end of the year, if we've shifted from giving ourselves the limiting statements of I can't or I don't know how to adding the word yet to our vocabulary in everything that slips out of our mouth, yet. Just opening up the power of hope for the future, of growth for the future. What would our year look like? I'm excited to celebrate the end of this year, all of the opportunities and all of the possibilities that have opened up for us because we've added the word yet. Let's do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Radiant Womanhood. If you want more, head on over to RadiantWomanhood.com for show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could take a few moments to rate and review the show. Don't forget to hit the follow button to stay updated on our latest episodes. Friend, I love hearing from you. So shoot me a DM at Instagram at Radiant Womanhood or at Tabitha Blue to carry on the conversation. And if you believe the remarkable women in your life could benefit from this episode, share the link with them to spread the love. Until next time, friend, keep shining.